any hunt, any range. Go beyond what you ever thought possible with new Federal Premium Terminal Ascent. Its bonded construction penetrates deep on close targets, while the exclusive slipstream polymer tip helps flatten trajectories and initiate lower velocity expansion at longer ranges. Terminal Ascent gives you match grade, long range accuracy, and a bonded hunting bullet. There is no better hunting bullet on the market today, and it's available in a full selection of long range hunting cartridges, including the 6.5 Creedmoor, 280 Ackley Improved, 28 Nosler, 7mm Remington Mag, 30-06, and 300 Wind Mag. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and this is episode number 83. Today, me and Drew are talking about the gear we love, the gear we hate, and the gear that we just love to hate. This is the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and uh, I've got my buddy Drew sitting here across the table from me. Drew, how's it going? What's up, Parker? How are you, man? I'm doing well, doing well. Happy to have a computer again. Yes. And um, hopefully I won't run over this one. That that's They're not really built to Typically, that's over. how they work, yeah. is you don't run them over. Yeah, or you know, drop them in water or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, typically. I'm pretty rough on stuff. You haven't been able to tell. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm a busy person. Like I'm, I'm constantly going, and <laughs> that means sometimes you don't think things through. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you just can't help it. Like. Yeah. That one was one that I probably could have helped. And we're not talking about like the milkshake that you leave, that you leave on top of your car, and you drive off, and like five right. minutes later you're like, "Dadgummit, where'd my milkshake we're, go?" We're talking about a really expensive computer. Yeah. So luckily though. Apple, I have Apple Care. On Come on, Mac, Jesus! And it cost me three hundred dollars to get this thing, um, and they basically sent me a brand new computer. So, funny thing is, mm. they they sent me like it didn't say, "Hey, we just went ahead and gave you a new computer." They sent me a list of things that they changed, <laughs> which equaled a brand new computer. <laughs> so it was like we changed this and this and this and this. We changed the keyboard and the mouse pad and the touch bar and the screen and the bottom casing and the top the top casing. And the logic board and like everything, it's a new computer. At least you did that and didn't have to suffer the embarrassment. I, I had a MacBook just break on me one time, so I took it to Best Buy to the Geek Squad. <laughs> and like, I don't know what it is. If guys, if you work at the Geek Squad, I'm not saying all Geek Squads are like this one, but they're they're like the dudes that kind of like I got you now. You know, like in high school, you know, they're like, you know, I'm gonna rule the world one day. You know, <laughs> and so I brought it in. And they're like, what's it doing? And I'm like, I don't, you know, it's just I, I, not, just, doing it's just not it's, working. It's like, to. like, what is it? What do you mean it's not working? So then I started making like sounds and all this different stuff. I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I'm sitting in the middle of the geek squad. <laughs> you know, he's going like, hmm. I'm like, this is so, so dumb. So dumb. I was happy though. I was happy to finally get it back. And, With a new uh, Southern Ground sticker on it. Yeah, I put a Southern Ground sticker on it. It looks pretty sharp. Guys, if y'all are listening to this and you do not know this we redid the southern ground logo and uh finally found something um or designed something that i really like and i want to stick with it for a long time and uh so yeah and we have stickers 
on the website. So southerngrow.com forward slash store, and you can buy one of these stickers for three bucks. But I did do a big giveaway mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and gave away 25 i actually ended up giving away close to 40 yeah because i couldn't tell when i was going through my facebook messages who sent what first because it was all dependent on when i i couldn't just go in order that they showed up and so i just sent out like 40 to people and uh uh, i think people have been getting them and putting them on their vehicles and i like them and uh one thing we've been doing i've been doing today is working on the southern ground room and uh, it's kind of just a, a junk room right now. It's got a lot of a lot of my hunting stuff and all camera stuff and podcast stuff. It is, yeah. and it's just not very neat. And so I'm gonna make it neat. And I painted the wall today behind me. This is a podcast, so they can't see it, but it's that guys. New, it's a great looking wall. It is a it's a good wall. Two grown men talking about how good a wall looks. It does look good. It it's does. gonna look really good when it's got everything on it. And I'm excited about you might it. Might have to display that on a. A video on something because it, it once it once it's all set up, man, it's gonna look sweet. And and you got yeah, I got big boy in got here a big now. Big boy in there now. So uh, Georgia buck, a guys. Georgia a Georgia buck that I killed um, five <clears throat> five or six years ago. I don't know, man. It is weird. The older you get, the faster years go by, and then like you're like that seems like it was just yesterday, but I think it was like six years ago. Well, it's maybe because hunting's always on our mind, though. This is true. So yeah, he's a good one, though. He is. He's a he's not a public land deer, but he's a good one. Yeah, hey, good one's a good one. Yeah, he's a good one, and he's been at the he's been at the church office for oh man a couple of years now, and I finally decided I was going to bring him home. He got enough Jesus, and you know. Just yeah, he got saved. Yeah. He finally got saved and accepted the Lord. Hallelujah! In his heart as his personal <laughs> savior, and uh, so. We Got brought him back. Awesome G3s on that thing. Dude, yeah. He That's was the a, most impressive part part of it. Yeah. I know, guys, you can't really see it, but you're looking at a 9 or 10-inch G3, which yeah. is... That's good, man. He's good. He's he's like really tight, and his G2s are big, too, yeah. and he's got one that splits. Did like you a see some deer. of the bucks that were dropped today on, on the uh, southern ground? Mm-hmm. Man, guys are, guys are killing some big deer. Yeah. Big deer. Um, not right now. Not right now. No, it's not totally <laughs> illegal. But like just in, in past seasons, I mean, they were they're dropping. So guys, if you haven't gone over uh, to the Southern Ground um, Open Forum page, drop your picture of your buck there. I got my dad's deer from uh, Florida on there. That's a big so, Florida buck, yeah, man. Big Florida buck. Yes, he is. Big Florida buck. Yeah. I can't wait to get to Florida this year. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Um. So, um. Do we have anything else that we gotta get out of the got way? Some promo codes and um, yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. We could, we could talk about Scree gear. Oh, dude, man, I haven't been uh, wearing it lately <laughs> because yeah. it's been hot and also it's humid in our part of the country. Yeah, yeah. this is. I'm actually you couldn't really wear the rain gear today though. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's been it, dude. It came a flood this morning, but um yeah go check out screegear.com they're actually doing a giveaway mm-hmm. right now i think so are they still doing that yeah giving right away a, a vortex scope it's a sweet deal man yeah <clears throat> i mean it's 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 a really sweet deal i'm 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 pretty excited about it i thought it looked pretty cool i know they're giving away a, a vortex scope some scree uh camo there's something else in that wasn't it we should have been more prepared I'm sorry we're not prepared at all for this podcast and uh, I'll tell you why. We had a really good guest. <laughs> we had an awesome guest from Florida. And uh, his wife went into labor this morning. 
And so we were like, me and Drew were trying to contact people like, hey, could y'all come on? And nobody was able to this last minute on a weekday. And uh, so. I got it right here. They're giving away a Vortex Sonora scope, a hat, and then a Scree Gear Merino wool top. Which that Merino wool top Heck yeah. is the junk. Does it say which one it is? It looks like it's the um, early season, which is the 170. Okay. Um, and, uh, and guys, uh, I know me and Parker both have that one. That's um, I literally wore that on every hunt. Yeah, I mean, because it's I just it, about did. It's so light during during the early season. You can wear it. Just you were wearing it during turkey season. Yeah, a lot. heck yeah, and because it, it's just awesome, man. It's yeah, awesome. I'm I'm a fan. So use that that uh, promo code is all lowercase, all one word, Southern Ground at checkout, and you'll save fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. I should know this. I'm just. I'm just like. I'm so not prepared at all. You'll save fifteen percent by using that code at checkout. I'm doing sign language, guys, just to just let you know. <laughs> Drew's like fifteen. Fifteen. It'll be like you'll save seventy five percent off your purchase. Screen here. Screen's like y'all are out. <laughs> y'all are done. Be a bunch of pissed off people. I thought I was going to save seventy five percent on this thing. Um, no, but go check that out. Also, check out tetherednation.com. Um, see, look on their, on their website. See if they're doing a teaching train anywhere near you right now. Um, I know they just had the one in Missouri this past weekend. Looked like it went off really, really well. Um, and let's see. We've got one coming up here next month. Yeah, there's, uh, let's see, June 20th in Louisville, Kentucky, St. Louis, Missouri, which was this weekend. And trying to see if there's any... Any other ones? I know we're doing one for at the Deer Expo. Okay, what what's the date of that? It's like the 18th. Gotcha. I think of July uh, at the Birmingham Deer Expo. So Tethered will be there, guys. And I know a lot of you listening to this go to the World Deer Expo. And um, man, last year that booth was packed with people. And uh, I got to work the booth last year. It was a blast, and we we had a good time. Met a bunch of you, met a bunch of listeners, and uh, so we're going to be there again this year, and I believe that's July 18th through the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, My phone froze. <laughs> here, why don't we just pull up on the calendar? You have to remember, y'all, I have a brand new computer, so everything is not where it's supposed to be. The 17th through the 19th, I believe, is when it is. Sweet, man. So I was off by a day. but. It's all right. Um, check that out. That's going to be in Birmingham. Let's see. Anything else? Teaching train tours. Hold on. Andrew's looking at it. We should have had this all put up, pulled up already. Yeah. But it's okay. Let's see. St. Louis, Missouri, um, was June 20th. Pearl, Mississippi, June 27th. Oklahoma City, July 11th. Tallahassee, Florida, July 18th. And then Raleigh, North Carolina, July 18th. So awesome. Guys, just go check out the Tethered um, site, and uh, you can see all that there. Heck. Got some good stuff coming. Oh, yeah, there's some Nashvilles coming up in, in August, so Birmingham, all that stuff. So i got some good Southern tours coming. Heck, yeah. Let's check that out. Um, I actually, so for Father's Day, I bought my dad a, uh, a Ropeman. Uh, he's got a Phantom saddle. Nice. He's got a Ropeman, and he also has a uh, Predator platform. So nice. he got all that stuff for Father's Sweet, Day. Sweet, man. I got him the Phantom and the Ropeman, and I think, I guess my mom bought him the, the Predator. Yeah. But 
He's excited. Yeah. He's jacked up about it. And my dad's been on the podcast a couple times, and people know how he gets. Oh, like, yeah. He gets very uh, – uh, he gets excited. Yeah. He gets real excited when he gets to try something new. And that's my favorite thing about saddle hunting, man, is, like, seeing people's face whenever they're like, oh, my gosh. Because I remember, I remember sitting on my couch telling my dad – uh, Greg Godfrey had just reached out to me. This was before Tethered was even around. It wasn't even a it it wasn't a thing yet. And Greg had reached out to me and was like, "Hey man, you should try saddle hunting." And I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> "So I started watching a bunch of videos. I watched a lot of Greg's videos. I watched a lot of uh, uh, Bobby Boswell's videos." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Man, that just makes sense." And yeah. so I told my dad. My dad was actually uh, they were visiting us that day, and we we're sitting on the couch. I was like, "I'm gonna saddle hunt next year." And he was like, okay. 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 <laughs> he's like, I don't know. That didn't look. But now, like, seeing how excited he is. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about working at those expos and stuff um, with the tethered, tethered guys is watching people like, oh, I've seen, seen people do this. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then they try it on. They're like, holy cow. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. I um, actually stopped by the booth for a little while last year. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because um, some bigger guys were actually looking at the saddles. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I mean, out, out, I mean, everybody on the tethered crew is like, like thin, don't know how to eat and stuff. And so <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't know what that chunk is about. And come to hang down here with us, we'll teach you something, guys. And uh, but some, some big, some bigger guys like my size. And, there was you know, a guy bigger than you, bro. There was a guy bigger than me. There was a guy that was gigantic. Yeah. And so guys, literally, all sizes. This stuff works, man. Yeah. It just does. It does. It I'm just excited. Does. I'm kind of jealous, man. You got your, your dad like a tethered phantom and man, and a predator platform. I got mine like a mug. <laughs> you're still, That's rocking, a terrible you're still rocking the mantis, aren't you? I am. I am. That's okay. The mantis is a good care. saddle. I mean, it, listen, I'm going to kill I'm gonna kill it just as well with that as I will, or I'm going to miss just as well with that as I will something new. And so I know we're going to talk about some gear here in just a little bit. And, yeah. And, but, man, I'm rocking that mantis. And it's... Phantom's a good saddle. Love it, man. Killed a lot of deer out of Mantis. Yeah. Um, actually, I haven't killed a deer yet out of the Phantom. So, um, Blood on the Phantom this year. Well, let me... Have I? No, I have not killed a deer out of the Phantom. I've deer hunted in it, but I never killed anything. I killed a, a fox and a coyote mm-hmm. out of the... I thought you killed a doe. Mm-mm. Out of it. Oh, no, that was um, Alex. Um that, that's, that's yeah, I didn't have the of. Phantom yet, though. Oh, okay, I got you. So, uh, yeah, so like I said, today we have uh, <laughs> racked our brains trying to think of something we could talk about and feel like we could talk about it with confidence. And I think it's pretty good, though. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It'll be a good episode. A lot of guys are doing what me, like, what me and you are doing right now, too. Yeah. You know? And so um, I, w- I want to say this. So we had a guy from Florida that was going to come in and talk about some really, really freaking cool stuff. Um, we're going to get him back on at some point, and it's going to be awesome. Like, I'm telling you, like, he was telling me yesterday what he wanted to talk about, and it was stuff I have not. Plus it's Florida. Plus it's Florida. And he tags out a lot in Florida on public. And he does some really cool stuff Yeah, that has to do with water access that yeah. he's going to talk about. That's Like, I water access all the time, and – I have not really paid much attention to this, and yeah. he's like, yeah, he's good at it. So we're going to talk to this guy at some point. Super cool, down to earth, regular guy that gets it done in Florida. So I'm excited about that. Our Florida episodes always do well, but also another thing that does really well in the past is the local legend series. Yep, and we've got that coming up um, next month. So like, crap. 
Uh, what's today? Today's the 24th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, soon. Next week. Come up soon. Next soon, week. Soon, soon, Next week we start it. Soon, soon, soon. So, um... We got a great lineup, man. Oh it's, yeah, that's what you're showing. Yeah, it. it's it's going to be a great lineup from everybody from uh, Florida, Tennessee. Uh, got another Arkansas. Um, yep. Um, guy planned on that, so it's it's just going to be a great, great series. Yeah, it's right now what we're looking at is Alabama, Florida, Arkansas, and Tennessee. 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 So if you've got somebody else, man, that that we could reach out to that you want Carolinas, to hear from, North and South, holler I at us. I really man. would love to talk to somebody holler from the Carolinas, us. and they are some of the quietest son of guns I've ever met. In but my they're life. not like my, my parents <laughs> live in North Carolina. You know, for, for they just half don't the want year. to talk about their deer hunting spots. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'll tell you what, the guy from Tennessee that we're going to talk to, uh, I'm not going to give anything away, but he could might, be all time. He could be, yeah, he could be possibly our greatest guest that we've ever had. And a lot of you probably have never heard his name before. I didn't. Um, but he's he's legendary, man. He's he's. I spent about 30 minutes on the phone with him last week. Uh, guy named Bobby. I'm not going to say anything yeah. else. But you know he is like legendary status when other legends that don't talk a whole lot either yeah say hey you need to get him on yeah dude I'm I'm excited about it it's gonna be really cool uh, so make sure you check that out start next week yeah, whole man. month of July local legend series it's gonna be awesome um, so this week here's what we're gonna do Drew why don't you why don't you tell us what we're gonna talk about today right, you well, haven't been on a show and I mean. Haven't been on show in a while. A few weeks. Few weeks. Few weeks. Um, ha- um, had a lot of different stuff going on, um, and so just couldn't make it happen. And so but that's all right. Um, man, the episode's been great lately. I've been I've, I've been digging on and, and guys, you know, that's the thing. Like I don't just come on and co-host every now and then. Like I enjoy listening to them. So, and um, I'm actually going back through some of the local legends last year and some other guys. Um, you know, just with like summer scouting, just getting ready to scout, starting to follow off, and so. Um, but today we're going to um, do a little bit, kind of a two-parter. The first part is, is, is going to be kind of more gear-oriented. And so we're going to talk about uh, a couple pieces of gear, new gear that we're either trying out or excited to try out. And then maybe um, one or two regrets that we have, buyer's remorse. You know, yeah. um, you drove it off the lot and you're like, ah, I shouldn't have bought that. You know, and so um, so we're going to talk about that. And then um, I know you are actually starting something new this year. Yeah. That we're going to end the kind of end the show with when mm-hmm. it comes to it's it's gear plus tactics. Yeah. So guys, that's that's where we're kind of headed today, and we're excited to dive into it. So let me ask you this, Drew. I one of the things that I'm going to be doing, and I haven't started yet, but this is one of the things that I'm going to be doing because last year, and I don't want to talk <clears> about it too much because I feel like it, a lot of people have really talked it to death. But I do want to beef up my arrow setup a little bit, and that's something that you've done last year mm-hmm. is what you were doing and um going heavier this year there's definitely been a, a trend mm-hmm. in that in especially uh, in kind of our circle yeah. uh, and a lot of people who are listening to this know it um i don't want to talk about it too much but that is one of the things mm-hmm. that i am wanting to do yeah um for this for this season so kind of tell me tell me drew just to just to help help me try to figure out what I'm what I'm even doing. I have I'll be honest with you, like I have sucked because I'm getting honeydews done mm-hmm. and I'm not really focusing on a whole lot of anything when it comes to deer hunting right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at maps. Yeah. That's about what I'm doing. I'm looking at maps 
and and doing a lot of my cyber, cyber scouting. I'm thinking about it a lot. I'm not mm-hmm. really doing a lot of work right now as far as deer hunting is concerned because, man, I feel like turkey season just ended. And then I started a month-long fishing tournament mm-hmm. with the Yakin' for Bass Challenge, which I ended up uh, ended yeah. up in seventh place on that one. That's sweet, man. Um, yeah. And so I'm really wanting to spend time with my family, and so I haven't even pulled the bow out of the case yeah, but I'm about to start probably in the next – I have an archery small group, actually, that I'm leading for the month of July. So I'll pull it out – crap, probably tomorrow mm-hmm. because my archery, archery small group starts on Saturday. Yeah. So there, here's a couple of things that I'm wanting to do, and this is this is not um, just one thing, but right. I'm wanting to be more efficient with my bow. Mm-hmm. And so um, I bought – or I actually – uh, got for free an EZV mm-hmm. site. Um, obviously, that's not going to help me with being efficient as far as like super, yeah, super like shooting dots. Mm-hmm. But it may help me be more efficient just in it being a kind of a second nature thing, like right. draw back and shoot, almost right. instinctual right. a little bit. Right. Um, last year, it's not a secret. I had some pretty terrible luck with missing. In the early season, um, I missed a lot of deer, and uh, and I don't want to do that. Not on the one that counted. Yeah, not on the one that counted. That <laughs> one was a that one was that worked out, but he was like seven steps away from me, so that would have been Hate. stupid. Dead is dead, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'm wanting to do that. So I want to I want to heavier arrow, heavier arrow, and I'm going to use that easy V sight. Mm-hmm. At least I'm going to try the easy V sight and see how I do shooting targets and shooting 3d yeah. and stuff and like guys, that guys we're not sponsored by by any of these guys Mm-mm. so i mean you know you, you might hear us dropping a name but that's just we, we want everybody to you know understand what what they'd site be, they would be stupid to sponsor me at least because i'm i'm not a great advocate for accuracy with a bow <laughs> i'm i'm really good at shooting trees in front of the deer yeah and that's so, what i did last yeah. year a lot yes. and so they'd be dumb to do that they like use this product because i sure do miss a lot of deer give it to these southern boards let them just swing air all over the place that's i felt like i was doing that so um and i also uh last year i had i had one wounded deer one of the things i did is i switched to fixed mm-hmm. and away from mechanical blades um went straight straight to fixed and uh that's what i killed that big buck with but um, I just felt like that switch, like my arrow setup wasn't right. It wasn't spine right. It wasn't spine yeah. right. And so I want to do everything kind of from the ground up. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be using that new breed mm-hmm. bow probably. And, um, and also, uh, well, we, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about that later. So explain to me kind of what your arrow setup is. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. For a um, I am going to a heavier arrow. Um, I got some, um, some serious Apollos that, that I bought. Um, they're two of fours, um, and then they have a hundred grain stainless steel, um, insert in them. And then I'm going to run, uh, between, I don't know, between 175 to 300 grain broadhead, just depending on what flies best. And, um, and so, but to do that, you have to have a spine that'll tolerate that weight up front. And I, I was listening to, um, I can't remember what podcast it was on, but it was the, um, Day six guy, he, um, um, the, the owner of Day Six um, Gear, makes some great arrows and stuff like that. And he, he actually said something I thought was really interesting. Um, he says f- to take your draw weight 
So if it, if it's you know um, seventy pounds, take take that times eight, which is eight grams per inch. And so that's a kind of like a base of where your error needs to be. Grains per inch. Yeah. So like for for example, mine's mine's a twenty nine. Um, I'm pulling a seventy pound weight. I'm gonna times that by eight. Five hundred and sixty is where I at least need to start. Like that needs to be a starting point for for my total arrow weight, and and that that that's everything. That's veins, uh, knock, um, uh, insert, um, or you know um, half in half outsert, um, and then um, your actual broadhead. And so, guys, it's it's your which poundage times eight, arrow. which is a pretty heavy arrow. This is also what you're going to get too. And what I've been finding, because I've, I've jumped down the rabbit hole, man. And I just went down and just started. I've watched all the videos I possibly can do. The the Don't go by the spine chart that's in the store. Just don't. Um, they're they're going to try to sell you a lighter arrow. Um, and a lighter arrow, it moves there in flight, which affects mm-hmm. your accuracy. Also, if you're going to shoot fixed blades, you're going to have to shoot them and tinker with them. I mean, it's yeah. just, that's just, I mean... Um, uh, some of the mechanicals can make you kind of lazy in the sense of, man, you can just screw things on and then it's, you know. But if your bow's tuned well, which you got to start there, if it's, if it's not tuned well, take it to a shop, take it to someone that you trust, get it tuned, and then you're going to have to just shoot those um, uh, fixed. So that's that's where I'm going to. I'm, I'm at least going to be at least 560. I would love to be, honestly, between the 650 and 700 range. Um, uh, now, especially for guys that are 30, 31, 32 inch, Man, you you need to be shooting a heavier spined arrow. You mm-hmm. know, 250, 200. Uh, I know there's a couple. Uh, there's only a couple that make 150. Now you get into those, you're, those are pretty pricey. Um, yeah. But um, but but once again, I mean, um, and two also, um, it's 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 key to remember too. Um, my miss on a whitetail has always been in the shoulder. That's been my miss. If that's not your miss, then you don't necessarily have to jump down the rabbit hole if you don't want to. If, mm-hmm. if you want to wait to the broadside, put it right behind the shoulder, and that's fine. But I'm just not that good of a shot. In the moment, I get so jacked up, man. I mean, yeah. my, you know, breathing's everywhere. And shoulder yeah. can be detrimental, whereas gut can, <clears throat> yeah. gut is going to kill it. Gut's going to kill it. And so, so my thought process is if I hit it in the shoulder, I want a arrow set up that will go through the front shoulder into the vitals. So, so, that, so that's where I'm going. So, guys, take your poundage times eight, and then that's at least where you need to start. So, are you are you doing a? Are you shooting for the shoulder? Or are you shooting behind the shoulder? This year, I'm shooting for the shoulder. It's it's a complete, um, you know, uh, it's a complete shift. But I'm literally going up the front leg and just right into it. And so, and I also think too that's going to help my accuracy because. And this is just this and is the way my mind now works. Now your miss is going to be brisket. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just going to be like I'm going to cut its throat. And so, uh, but how how my mind works? Um, um, when I when I pull, I normally bring it up to the deer, or I'm right on it. So yeah. I don't I don't pull and then come down. Yeah. And so it's easier for me to track going up that front leg with me coming up. I know it's small. I know people might not think about it. It's something that I have thought about. It's just I'm coming up that front leg, and then once I get to that shoulder turn it loose you know um and so another cool thing that i did um i did this yesterday actually when it comes to gear um i put a i put like um, a little knock bushing on my bow right where my nose is i know there's a lot of stuff popular right now with nose buttons and stuff like that that's cool but if you got a bow shop guy that kind of knows what he's doing 
he can save you some money and you can just put a, a knock bushing right there where your um, anchor point comes back. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Guys have done it with serving string and different things like that. So anyway, I know that's a whole different deal. But um, so I'm going to heavy arrow and just going to try to punch through that front shoulder. That's awesome. Love me or hate me. What what broadheads are you going to use? <clears throat> Still out on that. I I like VPAs. Yeah, that's what I you shot used them last some year. last year. I I love them. Um, they're three blades and they're two blades. And so um, I'm I'm looking at them. I'm looking at some tough heads. Um, um, those those look awesome. Those are gonna be uh, single bevels. Okay. And so, um, so there's a, there's a bunch of different things. My wife's gonna kill me. You know, um, when she finds out, luckily she didn't listen to the podcast. And so uh, I told a guy today on the Saddle Hunter Facebook page, he was like, finally bought my Phantom. I'm super excited <laughs> to get into this and all this stuff. And I was like, welcome to the sport that kills marriages. <laughs> Not hunting. Not hunting. Saddle hunting. Yeah, saddle hunting. Saddle hunting is. Or mobile hunting. It's a marriage killer. Yes. yes. At least a finance killer. Yes. I, you know, I mean. Yeah. So that's 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 kind of my arrow setup this year. I know you're going heavy. Any anything else? So another thing in that same uh, realm, um, I got a recurve, and so not only am I going to be working on getting my arrow set up right for my compound, which I'll hunt with more, mm-hmm. uh, I'm also going to do it with my recurve. I think it's going to make you a better shot. I think it will too, and, it, and it'll also help with the EZV too. Yeah, because it's it's more recurves, more instinct. So I've got I've got a trip Fail. that I'm gonna go to Kentucky this year, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not gonna do I'm gonna do the early season hunt. But as everybody knows, that kind of kicks my butt. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna do it nearly as long <clears throat> of a trip. I'm not gonna take as many vacation days, and I'm gonna end up going back for the rut. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kentucky is such a target rich environment that I feel like I would be dumb to not try to shoot a doe. With the recurve, mm-hmm. at least, you know, yeah. take it out for, especially if I can kill a buck quick and then go and shoot a doe mm-hmm. with my recurve. I, that's, that's what, that's on my goals list this year. You know, it's going to be completely one. flipped and you're going to get there like opening weekend yeah, and have a monster walk out in front of you. I know. Yeah. It's just going to be awesome though. Well, yeah. If I, if I, if that happens, that's why I'm going. Stick them. I mean, that's it's just going to be man. epic and we're going to hear war cries Listen, from the middle I, of Kentucky. I am not at all. <laughs> Like, if if I see a if I see a good buck, I'm gonna shoot it. Like I'm not yeah. gonna be like, oh, I just want to come back for the rut. Yeah, I'll hunt Tennessee for the rut. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried yeah. about it. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna figure that out. I'll tell you one of the one of the companies that impressed me, very much impressed me. Um. When I went to ATA this year, was Northern Broadheads, mm-hmm. and they're out too. of New Zealand, or Australia or New Zealand. I think they're out of New Zealand. Um, but these that I'm looking at right now that I took a picture of on my phone that look like freaking killers, they're double bevel, Mm -hmm. um, but they're 125 grain, um, inch and a quarter cutting diameter Mm -hmm. and they're just bad to the bone. I mean, they have a bunch of cool stuff there. And so I thought about using that and and just trying it and see, seeing what it, seeing what it'll do. They also have 200 grains. And so I'm gonna buy. I'm actually gonna buy that uh, Ranch Ferry kit from Bought it. Yeah. Uh, that you were telling me about. Yeah. I'm gonna buy that from Sirius, right? No, Ethics. That's from Ethics. Well, you can you can get to it from Sirius. So guys, if you go to the Sirius website, yeah. um, you can. It has the Ranch Ferry kits. You click on it. It takes you to Ethics. It takes you to Ethics, yeah, right? Then, okay. Yeah. Um, 
that does clear up some things for me because I was like, I feel like they're selling the same exact thing. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna figure out what I need. I'm gonna mm-hmm. start doing the bear shaft tuning. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna build a PVC little paper tuning mm-hmm. kit and get all that stuff figured out. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it because it is. I've always been very dependent on somebody else. Mm-hmm. to tune and do all that stuff for me. I really want to do it yeah. like myself. Obviously, there's things within the Bose components that right. uh, I don't have a press and all that stuff. No. Yeah. But I want to get a lot of this stuff figured out to where I can do it from here. Yeah. And so I think it's going to make me better. I think it's going to make me a better deer hunter. You know, up until this year, I had never really had an issue with missing. It's mm-hmm. never been, but it was, but I also switched to fixed blade and I want to keep using fixed because I'm like you, I don't want to necessarily aim for the shoulder, but if I miss and hit the shoulder, yeah, I want it to still be a deadly shot. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I hate it, dude. I hate wounding an animal. It is the worst. It is. It's thing. You, you feel like such a crappy hunter, person, human being. It's, yeah. it's just bad. And two guys, like even even for the quartering away, you know, or quartering two, uh, and you got to puncture those ribs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, nothing against mechanicals. I've shot them, um, and and like I, I don't have anything bad to say. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if if I can get my setup right, um, this seems more like a, a a safe fail to me. You know, yeah. In the sense of if if I hit front back, I still feel confident in that arrow going through because I'm um, one of the things. And I know you shot a deer last year and had a tracking dog with it, and and the guy was like, "Man, two two holes are better than one." You know, yeah. Um, and so if I can get good penetration and get that thing through, even through both shoulders, mm-hmm. if it don't even go all the way through, but at least it comes out the other side, that's two holes. You know, and so uh, I, I personally feel like I have a better chance with a heavier arrow and a fixed blade. That's, yeah, but I agree. So um, I agree. Um, so that's that's something me and you both yep. kind of. I mean, it, it all kind of revolves around arrow setups, mm-hmm. bow equipment, mm-hmm. right? Like. For me, that's been a very important. Right. That's, that's a very important upgrade. <clears throat> right. Uh, and, and I also want to say this. So, for I am not a gear junkie. I never have been. I probably never will be. Like mm-hmm. I'm the worst saddle hunter because I just like I'm like oh this works I'm good. Yeah. I, I have I have slowly turned into my father, and this is how my father is. <laughs> like so I, you know I fished I fished this kayak tournament last weekend. Yeah. The I got second place in a kayak bass tournament. A local one here had 23 boats. So I'm not trying to brag, but it's pretty cool. It's a league. It's a club. It's a kayak bass club. A local one, and I'm not a part of it. So you just ringered the bass tournament. Uh, yeah, me and the guy that won, the guy that beat me, wasn't a part either. <laughs> Man, that club doesn't like you at all. Yeah, <laughs> you're and not so, getting invited back next year. <laughs> uh, it was actually pretty cool. Um, but I got second place in this tournament. But so when I pulled into the weigh-in, so it's kayak tournament. Mm-hmm. Everything is the weigh-in, quote unquote, is you take pictures on a measuring board yeah. and you go by inches. Yeah. Um, so I pull up to the weigh-in at the boat ramp and there's these guys, man, with these like freaking sweet rigs, like getting all their stuff packed up. And it's like, you know, $400 rod and reel combos. And they're like stuffing it all into their rod containers <laughs> and stuff. They got like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff that they're, and I, I did, man, I got this like, like I have, my whole life, I'm competitive, but I got this like, well, crap, these guys are the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even though in my mind, I know that that stuff doesn't mean anything. Money yeah. cannot buy you success. Right. Not, n- not a, a lake like that. Like no. you just can't. 
No. And they had like 14-inch fish finders on their <laughs> kayaks and stuff. And uh, so, obviously, I got second place, and a lot of those guys didn't even place at all. They didn't mm-hmm. get top ten. And uh, But the way I've turned into my dad is that it's like, I don't need all this stuff, man. Like, I don't want to yeah. keep up with all this stuff. It's too much money. I don't want to spend it. I just would rather be good at this yeah. and try to figure it out on my own because that's obviously what's – Yeah. I mean, you can buy the nicest deer rifle in the world, but that don't mean you're going to shoot the biggest buck yeah. in the world. Yeah. It just means you're going to – really, it doesn't do anything for you. Right. Like, it doesn't do much. Right. The What those things do – the things that separate – Good hunters from bad hunters are usually not gear mm-hmm. related. No, uh, I really don't. No. Look at Michael Perry. I mean, I I could argue, I could argue that saddle hunting makes you better. It does. It it helped me a lot. Um, it maybe didn't make me better. It made me, uh, freer. Mm-hmm. I guess it it gave me some freedom in places that I would be willing to yeah. go. But look at guys like Mike Perry who carries in an API Grand Slam climber. And, and stacks up giants all the time. So I, I don't think gear makes you better, but I think it can make things a little bit easier mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I am a guy, I, I am very much all about my system. Mm-hmm. If I have my system down and I can, uh, and I would say to anybody who is doing this kind of mobile hunting where you have a lot of moving parts, you know, there, it's one thing to go sit in a shooting house. You don't have to really think about a system, mm-hmm. but whenever you're filming and saddle hunting and right. you know whatever water accessing, yeah, um, you know the the hanging hunts, just anything like that, you mm-hmm. have a lot of moving parts, and so your system yeah. has to be good. It's not so much about the gear as it is your system that makes things easier. Right. Um, I think I talked about it a little bit last week, mm-hmm. but um, you know when it comes to filming, that's a good example. I have i can do i can set up my whole everything in my sleep like with Mm -hmm. my eyes closed because it's just muscle memory i know where everything goes and so that's why i don't get all hyped up on gear like if somebody releases a new stand or Mm -hmm. a new saddle or anything new sticks like i'm not i'm not like oh yeah yeah like i don't it doesn't you know yeah get me super jacked up now there are a few things that make me say crap that's awesome mm-hmm. like a good example is the phantom mm-hmm. so on the phantom the uh um oh my gosh i just drew a brain fart of what they're actually called but the adjustable microfit uh, uh bridge loops oh uh the little notches i can't remember what channel locks or the, what are yeah, they called? comfort channels comfort channels so the comfort channels i was like holy crap that's amazing. It's not mm. going to make me better, but it's going to make me a lot more comfortable. Right. Like I get hyped up on that kind of stuff. Right. Um, uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gears um, camera arm. When I first saw the design for it, whether it works or not, I'm going to be using it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but whether or not it works, it's still a really, really cool design in an area of the hunting industry that has really kind of sucked. Like Fourth yeah. Arrow everybody's using the fourth arrow stuff and it was they got just some new stuff coming out there they, too. they did but i still think the if you can get away from the bulk and the size and the well, weight of innovation that base, has not been the calling card of the hunting industry it, no it, it really hasn't, hasn't. and in, in a any, lot of the mobile hunting stuff yeah. is really doing that, that up yeah yeah and so like that kind of stuff gets me excited it's not gonna make me a better hunter it just might make my setup just a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's really not. Yeah. And so I think the system though does make you a better hunter. Yeah. Like 
to be able to do all those things efficiently and quietly in the dark, Mm -hmm. like that will up your odds. And so whenever I'm talking about gear in a podcast like this, that's really kind of a gear based podcast. I have more things that I can like towards the end of this episode Mm -hmm. that I can be like, yeah, this sucked and I shouldn't have bought it Yeah, because like, I've got a lot of those things. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of things that I'm like, oh, yeah, I killed bigger deer because of this. Yeah. Um, but just like little things that I'm trying to fine-tune to make the system better. Yeah. That's why a heavier arrow, um, things like that, uh, easy V-sight, those type of things mm-hmm. make my life yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so that's that was kind of a, a rabbit Sorry. trail, I guess. But anyways, go ahead. What's your next thing? Um, well, I got a kayak this year. Okay. I, I bought a kayak, and so – what kind of kayak did I you buy, Drew? I bought a new canoe, Frontier 12. A new canoe, Frontier 12. And, um, wow. Here's the interesting thing about this. Uh, my wife is actually the one that pushed me to buy it. Really? Um, she loves to go catching, not fishing. She loves to go catching. She loves to go catch, yeah. Yeah, and, and but also, too, she, she she just likes to float sometimes, you know, um, loves to be out on the water. And so, um, and I had a kayak, but it just wasn't um, – I mean, we, we tried one time to go turkey hunting it, and that's when I about sank it. Um, and well, so, let's just be honest. I about sank it for yeah, you. Yeah, it's true. Um, but it, it just it, it wasn't for for the type of hunting that I'm wanting to do. It just wasn't the best kayak for that. So, um, so I, I I got the new canoe. If COVID would ever quit, um, it would come in. Um, and so, but that's all right. It, it it'll, it'll get here. So I got that. Um, I'm excited about trying that. I'm looking at packs right now. Um, just cause I, I realized, and you told me last year, you're like, man, you need a good, good pack. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Um, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. So what are your options right now? What are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at, um, some mystery ranch and, um, Everly stock. And so, um, those kind of seem to be the two that I could, you know, afford without getting my face beat in with yeah. a sledgehammer. Mystery wife. Ranch just released the. Uh, um, I noticed the pop up twenty eight and pop up thirty eight. Yeah, the they, the thirty yeah the thirty eight maybe is what yeah. it's like a little bit bigger. It's a little bit bigger. Um, I say one I am looking at that's that's really interesting. I'm I'm looking at two that it's the um, the uh, Sawtooth forty five. Okay. And the cabinet, they're kind of the next tier up. Um, and, and the reason for that is, uh, just a little bit more space and also they, they would seem to fit better in a tree with a lower, it has a lower profile. Um, and it also, uh, uh, the only thing about the pop-up, unless they, you know, added some different things, you can't carry your, um, bow strapped to it. Like you'd have to carry it. Um, right. Well, with the, um. Were you talking about the Sawtooth 40, Sawtooth 45? Mm-hmm. Is that the one you were looking at? Yeah. And what I like about that one, I can put my, um, I can put my sticks in the load shelf, and then I can strap my bow onto the uh, outside. It's got uh, cinch straps, and so and e- even when, um, so then if I kill something, um, then it, you know I would just carry my my bow out, you know, pack it in. Is that so? Is that kind of what you're mainly looking for? Is something that you can pack out with if you need to? Yeah, I'm I'm looking for something just to pack out with. Um, if I do decide to go down the rabbit hole of filming, it, it's going to be something that's going to be real, real basic. Yeah. Um, like kind of like a lone wolf, um, custom gear. That's on, why I like it. it you know? It's it's good for, it doesn't add a whole lot no, and it may not be as versatile as 
something like uh, the fourth arrow or the out on a limb is pretty versatile. Yeah. Um, but man, just the simplicity of it is pretty yeah. ins- insane. And and so um, if I decide to do that, then then it'll it'll have some space for that. Um, but I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I might go with a pop up thirty eight. I mean, um, I'll tell you, man. Like, and that's what I was gonna say. It was funny you said packs because that was what I was gonna say. It's not something new that I'm getting, but it's something that I'm just been ultra impressed with. Mm-hmm. And that's the X two, the yeah. Everly Stock X two. Um, you know, we did that video mm-hmm. on it last year and I thought maybe I was overreacting, especially before hunting with it. But mm-hmm. after hunting with it, man, like to me, I just don't think for my system, for my setup, I don't think there's a better pack that does yeah. what I need it to do. Yeah. It's got how does, those how wings. Does it sit in the tree? That's my, that's my question. It has not been difficult at all okay. to figure out. It, it'll do any, like anywhere I want it to now. What I don't do is I don't put my pack um, above, like, my head. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't hang it on my strap. Yeah. What I have been doing is putting it underneath. There's, like, a little T-hook that comes out of the fourth arrow mm-hmm. base. Yeah. And I just, I hang it on that. Yeah. And so it sits about waist level. So it's never in my right in my view. Right. And I had not been busted by any, like, nothing's, like, looked at me like, what in the yeah. world is that? Yeah. Like it's just, it just hasn't yeah. been an issue. So, um, I know for self filming guys, um, I mean, it's, it's just about bulletproof, you know? Um, but even man, if you're carrying sticks and a platform, mm-hmm. just the way that it sets up, they did not have any intention of it being a saddle hunting right. pack. Like they weren't like, Oh, this would be great for a platform. And these right. would be great for sticks. They didn't have any intention of that, but it, it just, it is lays man. out like that. It yeah. does, and if you're looking for a pack, and like, I'll be honest, so I talked with these guys with Everly Stock at uh, um, ATA, and they were like, I, I was talking about it and, and talking about how great that pack was. They were like, man, we didn't even know what these people were. T- people were calling us and being like, <laughs> hey, I need that saddle hunting pack, and they were like, we didn't even know. We didn't even know what they were talking about. We didn't even know what saddle hunting was, like a horse saddle. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I was like, no, man. I was like, actually, I did this video. Uh, and they're like, we used your video. We used it on an email thread. I was like, yeah. And uh, they're like, man, we don't even know like anything about this stuff. It just worked out. It, and it's true. Like they, they just this this pack was just designed in a way that's really good for a saddle hunter. And um, I've met people that didn't like it. I don't know why they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. To me, I just don't. I don't see anything that holds sticks better. Holds it more. Basically, with your sticks, they don't add any extra bulk to what the pack would already look like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. they just sit underneath those wings, like, yeah. kind of like in the armpits of those wings. Right. And and you just clip yeah. it in, and then you put your you put your what platform about low on. Low carrying, like like packing out a, a deer. It's great. I packed out a deer in Kentucky did, with it. Did you did you quarter it up? Or, uh, or yeah. Okay. Yeah, I quartered it. Um, it was great. And so uh, Alex Boyke, mm-hmm. when we went and hunted, and he killed that doe, and he quote unquote packed it out. He just that's strapped a really, the whole really, deer. Really nice pack though. Yeah, that's it like is. A, but it's huge. It's, it's, it's humongous. It's e- EXO or XO yeah, it's or, an EXO Mountain Gear. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which one it is, but it's gigantic. Like yeah. if you're talking about like 
how much space it's going to take up when you're in the tree. Yeah. It's just he might be the only guy in the South that has an EXO because I mean those those are those are predominantly more Western. Yeah, I mean you know? that's like born and but raised use them and yeah, it's it's a great pack. It is, and it was really impressive for that situation. But you don't need it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he he's an elk hunter. He hunts yeah. elk every year. He yeah. goes to Colorado. I think this year oh, he might be perfect. going to Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. So he just used it for both things. But it's gigantic for a whitetail pack. There's no reason unless yeah. you're going on like a like a five-day wilderness deer trip, mm-hmm. you know, there's not really a reason for that. That's why I like the X2 is because it's a day pack. It's mm-hmm. small, but it's got tons of room. It's very practical. And so for my, like, that would be the next thing that I would say. Mm-hmm. For me, it's not anything new, but I'm just, I'm using it like it's new because I'm freaking jacked about it every yeah. time I get to use it. Like. Yeah. I I won't until it breaks. I don't need anything else. Yeah. Now I will say one thing that I think is uh, one thing that I think is different about that pack, um, and like a Mystery Ranch, mm-hmm. like the difference in Everly Stock and Mystery Ranch is quality. Mm-hmm. So I know Mystery Ranch has a higher quality mm-hmm. um, than Everly Stock. I haven't had any issues right. uh, in quality in mine, but just far as far as probably longevity of use, um. I would say Mystery Ranch is probably going to be your better bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, I just yeah, I love that X2. It's like 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can buy them used for yeah. way cheaper than that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the thing that I would say, aside from the kayak, aside from the, mm-hmm. aside from the uh, saddle, that has, like, been really awesome for me is that pack. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I just absolutely love that yeah. pack. Yeah. Now, and then you were also talking earlier, you're you're looking at some uh, new boots this year. <laughs> Are we going to get into that yet? Or do you want to hold off on that till? Let's talk about that when we talk about stuff we freaking hate. Okay. All right. We can talk about that. <laughs> stuff we freaking hate. Uh, so, all right. So, stuff that, um, new stuff I'm going to try this year. Uh, a kayak, uh, a pack. Um, Are you going to get an outboard for your kayak? I am. I am. That, that's the plan. Um, I'm, I might have to sell my left kidney. <laughs> um, with all the stuff I'm talking about, um, so but uh, yeah, that that's the plan. Just to uh, it, it gets you there faster, you know. So the, so yeah. if you're if you're running late, um, and you know, amazing. And so so I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get an outboard for it, get it rigged up, ready to go. So I got the kayak, uh, uh, a new pack, um, and I outside the uh, the heavy arrow. There's not really. Cause I, I did all my saddle stuff last year. I got uh, you know I got the um, the platform and the saddle and, and all the gear that went with that last year. Mm-hmm. And so, are you doing anything different on your saddle setup? Um, yeah, I'm going back to the cam strap. Okay. Um, I think I, I in, in my opinion it gets a little bit better bite. Um, on your platform. On my platform. What, what were you using the versus strap? I was, I was using the versus strap. Okay. And um, I didn't know you were using those. Yeah, I was I was trying them just because. I mean, you know, there's the. Uh, I'm not a big weight guy. I mean, with with how much I weigh, I'm like. Explain. Eh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I weigh 300 pounds. I mean, you know, a one pound carabiner ain't gonna mean too much, you know. And so I fart and that comes out. So you know, so I'm like, I'm, so I'm, I'm not worried about that. But it was just a noise, you know. If some, if, yeah. if it was, but it gets, it, in my opinion, it gets a much better bite. Um, whenever you cam that thing over, I never, I never switched to the versus mm-hmm. straps on my platform. I kept the cam strap. Yeah. Because of that, I tried it 
um, before season, and I just didn't like it. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm going back to that. Um, I am going to get um, um, there's a there's a guy on Facebook Genesis 3D. Um, and yes, I've actually been hangers. talking to him today. So his his bow hang, his bow hangers, I want to get, and then also the ones that with your sticks that clip into your side or on your yeah, side. The Versa hangers. The Versa hangers. Yep. I actually right before you got to my house today, I was uh, talking to him on Facebook, and uh, I'm gonna. I've actually got, I've got it pulled up right here. On here, I got Versa hangers, so I'm gonna get two Versa hangers for my sticks, mm-hmm. and I'm also gonna get the Predator hanger mm-hmm. for uh, for my um, like while I'm climbing. Mm-hmm. It's just a little hanger to put. I've been using Night Eyes, yeah, and those are great. Night Eyes is like the <laughs> maybe the most popular tool among saddle hunters, but probably most useful. Yeah, they're really great. Yeah. But this guy is doing the, these 3D printed things. Twelve bucks for the hanger, yeah. you know. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So guys, go go and check them out. Genesis 3D. Yeah, it's uh it's Genesis the number three dprinting.com. And you can find all their stuff. It's just uh solid stuff, man. Just just a just a guy who loves to deer hunt and saddle hunt and mobile hunt and just was just finding ways to make make it more efficient. And I that's, mean, dude, he's that's got, what we're talking about. Is how can we be more efficient with our system? Yeah. You know that's that's really all it is. That's all it is. Do you gotta you Deer hunting to be a better deer hunter, you got to do a lot of things, and very few of those things have to do with gear. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like getting different gear, I mean, some of the best deer hunters in the world are using a bow they bought in 1995. You know, like yeah, that stuff doesn't matter. No, but being efficient with that, they're very efficient with it. Yes, but like right here, they've got uh, on Genesis, they've got an ambush hanger. So if you're using the Lone Wolf Custom Gear ambush platform. Uh, the belt style Versa hangers, the bow hanger. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and then I got the XL version of that where you can leave your quiver on, mm-hmm. which is sweet. Yeah, the XL, they got a Predator hanger, Podium Clip, Lone Wolf Assassin hanger. Like, they basically have a hanger for every type of platform that exists. Yeah. They've got, um, they sell stealth strips, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, the... The stick mule clips are pretty cool. I saw those. So it's like a way to lock your sticks together and carry them, mm-hmm. basically. And he, he he was also looking at making some Hawk helium ones. I he did. I don't know if they're out yet. Yeah, he has them on here. 20 oh, bucks sweet. for the stick mule system for Hawk heliums. Yeah. And basically that kind of like uh, replaces the suction cups is what it looks like to yeah. me. So um, really cool stuff from them. Uh, the, the tether assist tool have you seen that i have not it's pretty freaking cool i don't one stick so it's it's really for guys who one stick and basically there's two little hooks this is what i'm guessing you use it yeah. for two little hooks that uh and you put your tether through it and basically you can grab the hooks to move your tether up the tree mm-hmm. easier so you grab those hooks and move it up the tree so when you're one sticking and you're you move it you hang mm. so you're not like when do you have him on dude i think so too like that's pretty cool. That's pretty this innovative. This podcast would have been a lot better than, <laughs> yeah, than our gear podcast. <laughs> All right, well, this is over. We're gonna call him on real quick. I'm just gonna call their customer service line and be, hey, hey, you're on a podcast. Um, really cool stuff from there though. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. You know, in talking about just my my whole saddle setup, that's that's one of the things we're gonna do. It doesn't really change anything for me. I've been using night eyes, but mm-hmm. it's cool. 
It's efficient. Takes up less space. Yeah. Um, it looks awesome. It makes mm-hmm. you look like you really know what you're doing. Yeah. Up there. Um, and so I'm pretty jacked about that. Another thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to do a, a smaller rope. Yeah. And uh, the tethered ropes that they that they've been selling since they started are great. Um, but I just want something smaller, smaller yeah. diameter rope, and uh, probably going to go with uh, the expensive. The Oplix or whatever. Oplix yeah. or Oplix, Oplix, however you, however yeah. you pronounce it. And guys, it. once again, they, this is not stuff that's – like this stuff doesn't shoot the deer for you. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But it just helps you in your efficiency getting into your right spot to shoot the deer. Yeah. You know? Um, but um, there, there's a couple things that you have to do. You, one, you got to know scouting, woods on like boots on the ground, woodsmanship. Those things are always paramount. And then, and then pulling off your shot. You know, yeah. um, and, and so, so there's all that. So there's, there's some, some of the stuff that, that new or something, um, some upgrades that we're trying this year. So Parker, what is, hold on. Oh, before you get into that, I'm also going to be using a, uh, a vortex range finder that I'm going to get. So either the ranger or the impact, they're pretty cool. Sweet. I'm also going to be, Hey, shameless plug. I'm recording uh, as a guest on the Vortex oh, sweet, man. podcast mm, July 5th, I think, July 6th. Nice. We're recording. So check out the Vortex podcast. It's pretty cool. And I'm going to be a guest on there. We're going to talk about Southern hunting. So Love it. Be cool. Love it. But yeah, I'm going to do the Ranger of the Impact. Nice, man. So, all right. All right. Now, you can get on your soapbox now. Okay. What is the one piece of gear? Well, hold on. What? We'll I'm, let you gonna, have two. I'm gonna name a couple, of okay, them, we'll, but I'll tell you the number we'll, one. We'll 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 just let you go. All right. Um. So, a couple pieces of gear that you would not buy again. Okay. So, boots. Now I have to buy boots. So, boots are the biggest, freaking most frustrating thing that. Because a good pair is gonna cost you money. Yeah, they cost you money, but it doesn't even freaking matter. <laughs> like. <laughs> so so here's what here's what I need. We live in the south and um and also water access. I'm in water a lot. Um I've used lacrosse boots for the majority of my hunting life. I've I've used them. I've, and and they they're they're comfortable. Like I like them. I like the lacrosse boots. They do what I need to do before they get holes punched in them. Mm-hmm. But they always get holes punched in them, man. Like like I had a pair of the Arrowheads, I think. Mm-hmm. And they had the shin guard on them and stuff. And this past season, they just got a hole punched in them. Just like a hole. I don't mm-hmm. even know how it got there. Yeah. Like the way the hole looked, it was in the calf. And it looked like there should be like a stake through my leg. Because <laughs> it just something just punched the crap out of it. Yeah. And and it broke. And then, I, I, I mean, it, I'm talking about a big hole. Like yeah. a four-inch hole. Yeah. In the side of these boots. So, obviously... And it was like right at the ankle, like ankle and calf. And so they're useless for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, I need waterproof boots that work for longer than one season. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking for. Like I'm not, I don't feel like I'm asking for anything that's out of this world. Like if I'm going to pay $200 for a pair of freaking boots, then I just want a couple seasons. Like give me $100 a year. Yeah. And I could have a pair of boots that work. Yeah. You know? So they, there's not. A lot of boots that are waterproof, knee-high boots mm. that are durable enough for me, apparently. I don't know 
if it's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm dragging my feet too much yeah. or something. But um, I have gone like you could go in my tool my tool room my shop right over right the next door over. And you can just see a line of boots mm-hmm. that I have that and none of them work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really just want to see how many I can collect be like, and just start adding up the amount of money that I've spent on boots. Because yeah. I'm telling you, dude, I could have went on a guided trip to Alaska <laughs> for the amount of money I've spent on boots. <laughs> and and that's just in the last, like, I don't know, five or six years. And, and you're not hunting too far from your kayak either. Not most of the time. I, I mean, mean, I mean, you know, there's times when I, I'll go in – a mile or so and turkey season is really rough on yeah, boots turkey season is because it's it's i'm constantly going i'm constantly yeah. walking but i mean a couple years I'm, I'm not asking for a lifetime yeah i'm asking for a couple years like if 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 companies like uh crispy and uh what are some of the other there's uh, uh crispy um uh danners um but like the higher end danners would be like more like bass um, pro level um crispy uh loa loa um i'm not i haven't dove much into the most of these boots that we're naming region. are all like western guys like western style boots and a lot of people are using them down here but and they're waterproof but they're not knee high so they're like they're good waterproofing right. but they're not even like calf level yeah boots i need i'm in the water to my knees yeah so could days. you could you use um hip waders and then and then just put a, that's, put a boot on that's about my only option at this point you know, like like so you kayak in with your hip waders you get out um because i know even when me and you were went turkey hunting i didn't i didn't wear my rubber boots because i knew we were gonna be walking so i wore my hiking boots mm-hmm. well when i jumped off I'm like, well, I'm, I gotta get wet, you know. Yeah. There, there wasn't an option. You will get, yeah. And, and so I, I just hopped off. Now it didn't bother me because it's hot outside, you know. It's not always gonna be hot outside. No. So could you, could you just have hip waders, hop out, get on dry land, put boots on, just leave them there? That's about the only option. And I hate it. Yeah. I shouldn't have to have two pairs of boots. Garrett Prawl had, had a good review on some um, yeah. waders. Uh, well, I can't so remember what they were. Garrett Prawl used to use the ones that were Cabela's, gosh, what were they called? Cabela's, I can't remember what the actual name of them were, but they, they don't make them anymore. And they were like a hiking, hunting boot, like a waterproof boot, really good quality. Mm-hmm. And they had like these gaiters that mm-hmm. rolled, rolled down and yeah. rolled up. So when you're going through water, you just you just unclip them and roll them up your leg. Yeah. And, but they, yeah. they went out. So. Yeah. I bought the I bought the um, Vapor Treks, the Irish Setter Vapor Treks, thinking okay, this is the only style of boot that I haven't tried yet, and that's like a, a knee high lace up mm-hmm. snake boot, and they say 100% waterproof, on there, dude. I'm talking about, I bought them. Uh, with Christmas money this year, so in January, and they were waterproof for maybe a week, and then they started getting a little, like, a tiny bit of leakage, which was, eh, it was okay, I, I can take that to, the last time I used them was when I was in Tennessee hunting turkeys, I couldn't even walk across a wet field without my feet being covered in, what, like, drenched in water, mm-hmm. like, to the point, like, I'm talking about a wet field, like a dew 
Yeah. Like, do. Like, (laughs) it's not. I I have had these things less than a year. They were over $200. Yeah. That's an over $200 set of boots. Yeah. And I'm sure if I was, like, hunting in West Texas and, you know, in dry, I could probably still use them. But they're they're nothing for me now. Yeah. I, I just wasted over 200 bucks on a set of boots that was 100% waterproof, yeah. and they weren't. Another thing maybe um, I found out this year, uh, I got my dad a pair of Merino socks, like a good pair. I was like, I'm going to give me one too. And so um, this whitetail season, um, I was – now I didn't bail off into you know like knee high water, but I, I was crossing a, a stream with them, and they I mean they got submerged, um, and dude I was, I was like, and it, it was a cold morning I was like crap, you know, um, but I I had on my Keens, um, hiking boots, and then I had on this nice pair of, of merino socks, and I didn't feel one drop. It, it, it I was pretty amazed. Like I actually it was one of the weird. I stopped in the middle of the woods. I'm like, this is ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know, and so. Um, so guys, if you have any boots that Parker hasn't tried, um, <laughs> dude, I have got, I've got lacrosse's in there. I've got these Under Armors. Um, so I, I wanted to try. We're never getting sponsored by anybody. <laughs> no, because I I don't want to freaking use anything that doesn't work. That's true. Um, I bought these Under Armors, and they are the, they're like the Western style, um, like super stiff sole. Let me see if I can grab them real quick. Uh, they are, I was trying to tell you the actual model of them, if they have them on there. They're Gore-Tex. Um, I can't, I don't know what the actual model of them. Speaking of Gore-Tex, guys, uh, a tip I heard the other day, and it makes sense. There's a guy who does a lot of Western hunting um, and Midwest hunting, and uh, I can't remember his name. Um but he, he, he said, I stopped buying Gore-Tex because it makes my feet sweat. And then my you know, feet sweat, get cold, can't sit as long, fidget, all that stuff. He goes, so I stopped buying them, and I just bought a good pair of leather boots. And I'm able to sit longer and my feet feel better because they don't sweat. And he also said, he goes, I don't buy any insulated boots anymore. Um, huh. You know, growing up, I mean, I was like, give me the 1,200 grammars, you know, and because and, I didn't want my feet getting cold. I think it has more to do with a sock. And then a boot warmer, which I didn't say that. That's another piece of gear that I'm really excited to try this year is is a boot warmer. Like like the ones that go like, over your like, boots? Yeah, kind of like a, an, an Arctic Shield. Arctic but, Shield, yeah. I mean, maybe not that one, but kind of like that. Um, so there's that. So these were these are called the Under Armour Ridge Reaper Elevation Boots, and they were 200 bucks. And I, wanted, I basically wanted to try um, – to see if it would work to use that style of waterproof boot with a uh, a gator, like mm-hmm. a like a, a Kinetrek mm-hmm. gator, and it didn't work at all. Um, but I still, you know, on days when I don't water access, I like wearing these boots. Yeah. I mean, they're they're fairly comfortable, comfortable, and they do they do a good job um, of being waterproof. But the problem is, is this yeah. right here, Came like the they. Some of the stuff separated the some of the like rubber separated from yeah. the leather, and and that happened. It's been like that for a long time. I could probably get it fixed. Yeah, but I shouldn't have to. No, it, I, it was like that within a year yeah. of owning them. So I'm I'm so just boots are like your Achilles I'm, heel. I'm just so frustrated about boots, man, because I don't want to have to buy 
a set of lacrosse, mm-hmm. you know, alpha burleys or yeah. arrowheads or something like that every year. Yeah. And that may be my only option. I may be in the the niche of hunting of kayak access in the mountains. Yeah. That I just have to do that every year. That yeah. may just be something that I have to do. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way because it seems like as much money as you spend on that stuff, like it, something should yeah. work. Yeah. But it just isn't working yeah. for me right now. All right. So there's Boots. You said you had another one. No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, mine was bought a while ago. Um, not recently. Thank goodness. So to say. Um, but if you bought these guys, we don't think you're a bad hunter. It's just, I don't, I don't, I personally don't think this thing works. Um, remember when ozone came out and like it was all the rage and I've never owned one. Um, uh, a lot of people have, and you know, they're, they're pretty sold on that. that that's cool. I, I just don't, um, I don't want to drop that much money on something yeah. when I'm like, okay, I'll just play the wind. Um, if you have one, awesome. Use it guys. If you have an extra one, Hey, let me try it, you know? And so like, but I'm not gonna go buy one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did buy the like Hunter specialty, $20 one from Walmart. You know, it's like a little fan that had a little wafer. You put the wafer in and it ran on like two AA batteries or something like that. And like, I was like, oh man, this is going to, this is going to be awesome. Deer won't be able to smell me. I'm going to, you know, and put it downwind, all this stuff. And, um, and so I was like, I was like, yeah, what, this would be great. It'd be fantastic. I mean, I see all, I see I'll all the guys get, on TV doing I'll it. I'll never get busted again. I'll never get busted again, you know. Um, um, went out and bought all my, Scent lock stuff, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this this be fantastic." So I plugged that thing in when I got the tree, and it sounded like a plane taking off. Like it was like, <laughs> it would only like, and it would barely like, it would barely emit anything. It was like, <laughs> and I'm like, we need to check this thing's prostate or something. Like what the deal? Like it's not, there's nothing to it. What is this called? It, I, I can't it, even picture what it like, is that you're there's, talking there, about. There are different ones that come out now. Like cloak ha- has, has one that's come out. It's a um, C L O A K. No, this one was a hunter specialties. It was like a scent machine thing. And it was only like 20 bucks. Um, and like the first night that I had it, like I had deer blow everywhere, and it wasn't because they were downwind; they were literally out in front of me, and that plane was taking off behind me. <laughs> and they're all like, "This is not, this is this ain't what it's about, man." They're like, you know, I'm sure they were leaving, you know, going, "Hey guys, don't go in that field over there." <laughs> you know, there's a guy there. We know we hear his plane taking off. We his planes going. And over and so, um, so that so that's something. That that I regret buying. I mean, it was only twenty bucks. Thank, thankfully, yeah, it was only twenty bucks. Um, it, oh, I just, gosh. I mean, I, I know some people are all about scent control. I just never have seen it be like a a thing I, for me. I, I mean, obviously, I've been busted because of my scent, but I've learned things about. I think the knowledge of thermals and the knowledge yeah. of it's one of those way, things where if it gives you confidence, do it. Yeah, you know it's it's like it's like the same thing with the guy shooting a one pin or five pin or you know or if, if it gives you confidence then then do it you know if John Eberhart will argue it till his nose bleeds and he's got killed a whole lot of bigger yeah. bucks than I have yeah so. I mean so so if but once again if get comfortable we've said it we've said it a hundred times on on here 
get a system, get efficient with your system, get confident in it, and do it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, uh, so guys, if you use this stuff, man, and and you kill big bucks, man, post them on on Facebook and show me up. You know, but I'm just saying my Remember experience. Remember what happened last time you said big deer don't die on green that fields. That was Jamie McKay. He, he don't count. Okay, <laughs> that deer died on a green field. All right. So this one right behind you. Yeah, I know. But that's, that one's in Georgia, not in Alabama. Um, and so didn't uh, Adam Bice, uh, the team Southern Roots guy, like send us a whole bunch of deer? Yeah, I think they were killed on green I, fields. I, I love it, man. We're just getting traffic on the Facebook page. And so. I'm just saying, from my own personal experience, it was a terrible experience with my $20 yeah. cent wafer plane takeoff thing. It was just, just bad. It was just bad. You you had another one, and it's it, it's a big one. I, or at least I think it's a big one. You're talking about the – yeah. So, um, this past season, I bought a new deer rifle. And I'm not saying – I mean, the deer rifle is fine. It wasn't – Hold on. Do you have a name for your old deer rifle? For that one? Yeah. Like your you – know. No. Um – no, not really. Cause like, like I, I shop special. I don't know. I have one for mine. You know, I call it smoke wagon. I don't smoke know. wagon. This, this, I I got it. When I, my uncle calls his Black Betty. I'm yeah, sure the, it's not the, the only there's Black There's guys Betty. that you know have, have named it. I just, I was just wondering. No, so, I should name it. What's a good name? Let's name it right now. Put hey, let's let's ask. Guys, All right. What should Parker? What should I name my deer rifle? What, okay. It is a yeah. It yeah. is a uh, a savage. Golly, what kind of gun is it? Grab that real quick. It's so old. It's so old. I don't know what it is, Drew. The camo one, yeah. The the spray, the spray painted camo one. The spray painted camo one. So that is a. It's the savage. It's the model thirty out six. Yeah, I know. I knew it was a thirty out six. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. It's the um, model one ten. That's what it is. Which is like the most popular savage rifle. So it's a Savage Model 110. My dad bought it at a pawn shop uh, for me when I was like 11, 10 or 11 years old. And it's a great gun. I've killed most of the deer that I've killed in my life have been killed with that. Well, this past season, I was like, you know what? I'm putting all these videos on YouTube. and I need to look pretty. I need to look a lot better. I need, I need to look, to look like I've stand, been doing this and I, like I care about. Um, I also wanted something that might be a little bit easier to use out of the saddle. Mm-hmm. So I bought a youth model, 7mm 08. Um ruger american and it's a sweet little gun Mm -hmm. like i really liked it um but i didn't need it like yeah i don't need another deer rifle there's no some people like to collect guns and they like to have options and all that that's cool i don't i'm I'm not i don't care if people Mm -hmm. want to do that that's not a big deal i don't think you're stupid for it um but i just didn't need it man i like i came out of it when i decided to get rid of it i was just like why did i even buy that that was dumb yeah I don't even know why I bought that thing. Yeah. I could have bought something else. But I ended up trading it for my uh, turkey gun that yeah. I got this year, which is which was ended up being a good thing. But like I don't know, man. I'm just I'm a I'm a So it's a model Savage one ten thirty out six. From yeah, like from the nineties. So we need a name for it. So guys we need a name. All right, yeah. so how do we want to do this? Drop it on the Instagram or Facebook page? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, if if people will do this. If they'll send me some names, um, the person that sends me the name that we choose, mm-hmm. uh, we'll send them, yeah, a t-shirt. We'll send them a, a Southern Ground t-shirt. Sweet, man. Can't cool. beat that. I mean, yeah. it's, literally, it'll take half a second the, of the, your life. The t-shirt of their choice. Ooh. Which, you got some new ones. You got the, uh, I'm a milkweed dealer. 
Yeah, we got Ooh, the, the milkweed yeah. dealer one. We got the uh, friends don't friends don't let friends hunt out of a tree stand. Uh, and then we've just got some like exercise dominion ones and those are my favorites. As soon as the COVID stuff dies down, they're not letting me add anything new to the store. Mm-hmm. So the milkweed dealer ones, it says, uh, what does it say? Licensed milkweed dealer. Yeah, licensed milkweed dealer. Um, if you order that one, I have to actually go in and like just create the order. I can't. You're not gonna. It's. It might take a little bit longer. It might take a little bit longer yeah. to get. Yeah. yeah. Um, so but, Instagram or the Southern Ground. Yeah, just send it to me somewhere. Facebook page. Okay. I would like to have a name for that, dear yeah. rifle. She's probably going to be a little bit offended. You think it's a she? Oh, well, it. What's yours name? Mine's uh, Smoke Wagon. So that's definitely that's definitely that's a, a, that's a masculine name. Yeah. Well, he's 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 a <laughs> well, three hundred B A R. Well, he's a well, wind mag. I mean, you know, she sounds hideous. <laughs> she sounds well. He's well, he's a guy. Sir. She's a guy. So you know. So, um, but yeah, um, um, I love the custom paint job. So I did a I did a a rattle can paint job on it. You might some... have to like do some apologizing. You know, maybe like. Take her out to her. Yeah, take her out, shoot something. Yeah, yeah. She shot a lot of. She shot a lot of deer. Yes, yes. I don't know the gender. It's twenty twenty. There's no such yeah. thing as gender. So you can send a a, a a male or female name. We actually don't believe that at all. <laughs> and, and we'll Guys, decide. There is gender. <laughs> we'll decide what what it is at that point. And. Uh, but now you have something, um, that you're getting ready to do that I I literally tripped over when I walked in. Today, that I'm getting ready because to do, we've we've over. we've gone over our uh you know the the new stuff we're gonna try the gear that we just like oh my gosh why don't we buy unless you have any more baby toys is that what you're talking no, about no um what you bought at uh, Wally World oh oh duh duh yeah that's we, something brand new that's what, one of the things that we talked about you have anything else anything that you absolutely are like this is stupid I've named two so you should name two oh man um this is absolutely stupid um. Man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. If there's anything recently that I bought. Oh, yeah. It's it's not been recent, but it was like four years ago. Um, like I bought that green slime bubbling crud stuff, I think from like Primos. What are you talking about? Exactly. Like they 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 made this green thing. slime bubbling crud. Yeah, for deer, they're like you put it on a stump and it bubbles up and they come lick it and you shoot them, you know. And I'm and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> that sounds great. And so, um, and, and so it was it, it it was one of those attractants, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so dumb, I, uh, you know. And I would make this fun is what of makes anybody. it even worse. Like this is what makes it even worse. Like I didn't just buy it for like one stand. I bought like three packages of this thing, and there was like it, it looked like the Hulk had like turded on like <laughs> some of our stands on our club, you know. And I'm like, this is this is stupid. So Hulk. I bought that, and I need a Google Hulk shack. <laughs> Man, it was, and not near one deer came and licked that stuff. <laughs> like, I would have made fun of it if, if if I was like scrolling through Alabama deer hunters. And like, oh. and, <laughs> I'm scrolling through Alabama Deer Hunter's Facebook page, and some guy's like, "Check out this buck," and he's licking on some bubbly green slime. 
<laughs> I'm sure someone's gonna prove me wrong. I mean, I I'm just saying my experience. The yeah. bubbling green slime crud does not work. Uh, I could I could see that not being something that works. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised they got you with it. Oh man, you put a big buck <laughs> on something, and I'm like, oh, let's go. That's this was before. Um, honestly, before I was like, you know. I haven't killed any deer off this stuff, <laughs> you know, um, and because uh, growing in Florida, we we could bait, you know, so mm-hmm. I mean, we would we would we would use corn obviously, but I was always like, I'm like, oh, corn's just dumb, and I'm like, yeah, corn's not dumb. They come to the corn, they, you know, they don't, they don't come to the bubbling crud stuff, and so yeah, that's 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 a regret. That's that's a regret. <laughs> so I want to put some out just to try it. If you can find it, I don't even know if they make it anymore. Like, like Wild Game might make something similar. Um, uh, now, I will say this. Uh, I have a Wild Game trail camera that I bought like 10 years ago, and they still use the big D batteries. Mm-hmm. And that thing is still going. And it's only like three megapixels, but that thing is still going strong. It's Wild Game Innovations, and it's called Rubline Slime. Okay, Rubline Slime. All right, yeah. Hey, let's let's do this. Let me see your microphone. Okay. Oh, Lord. oh that's loud. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're gonna play the promo oh, for Rubline Slime. I this could this could be good, or or it could be slander. You can just tell by the music that it's going to be, be like good. Braves at you know at the. Um, so here's here's uh, Greenfields and Rublons. Live at ATA. Well, this. Let's see here. This that's an ad. All right. This is our good friend. Hi, with Wild Game Innovations. I want to introduce you our new product for 2012, Rubline Slime. Rubline Slime is our new bone collector product. This is an ooey, gooey, sticky mixture <laughs> with very powerful deer scents to help draw the big ones in quicker, faster, in a long-lasting formula that will remain for days. You can find Rubline Slime at every major retailer and local retailer in your area. <laughs> it's ooey, gooey. You know that was our good gooey? friends. Our good friends at uh, at uh bowhunting.com bowhunter die um that did that one which we we like those guys yeah they're, those they're guys cool are, or boner guys are re- really cool dudes but That's, uh dude you, you know what else is ooey gooey my wife's chocolate chip cookies <laughs> you know but i'm not gonna put them out there they would probably do better than the, than their green slime <laughs> so i'm such an idiot man i can't believe i, I love- did that <laughs> you probably watched that video was like oh my god my hunting life just, just changed. changed. <laughs> just changed. Oh, but like I said, give give Y Game a little bit of credit. I have a it's it's my longest lasting camera that I've ever owned, and I bought it like it was on on sale at Walmart for like cheap cheap. And I'm like, ah, if I get a season out of it, it'd be cool. Heck yeah, that thing's lasted for forever. I mean, I can't even hardly find the batteries anymore for it because everything's going to. You know, like double A. I got to get on a special, you know, seems like a special order. You just say everything's going to double A's Double A's, man. I'm just, 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 just all technology-wise and stuff. But, but I mean, seriously, like, the batteries are huge. It takes like eight of them 
Um, just, it weighs just, it weighs like three pounds. It has the little bungee cord, but that thing is slide. not that thing is not quit working. I'm gonna have I'm it out this I year. can't stop thinking about Redline Slime. and I know I'm trying to transition to the next thing. And I, you're just like, Redline Slime. It's ooey gooey. Ooey gooey. <laughs> ooey gooey, Redline Slime. Man, knocked it out of the park with that one. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you're talking about trail cameras. Uh, I've been pretty straightforward with everybody from the beginning. Anytime we've brought up <clears throat> trail cameras or talked about them, that I don't really, I don't use them. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I don't hardly ever see the the same buck twice. Like mm-hmm. it, it's very rare. I don't have target bucks. Um, I kill decent deer, you know, uh, and that's been pretty consistent. But um, it, it, one of the things that I've wanted to do is try to get into this whole trail camera game mm-hmm. a little bit. I want to dip my foot into it. I don't have a bunch. Now I I currently own three mm-hmm. trail cameras. Um, one of them's a, a a really nice one. I can't even remember what it's called because I don't use it. It's been sitting in my workshop forever. <laughs> next you know? to the boots. Yeah, right next to all the boots. <laughs> Literally, it is. It's sitting in on no, the same no. shelf as the boots. Um, and and part of the reason it's the same reason I don't use a depth finder or fish finder while I'm fishing. I've explained this before. I'm probably unless it's somebody's first time listening. Everybody probably knows this. Like, I just, I know how I am, and I'll fixate on things. I saw a big buck during the rut this year, and I couldn't leave that area mm-hmm. because I saw him. And I know full well. I know I know. in, I would tell every person, hey, you see that big buck? Like, don't just keep going back to the same spot. I did that. Yeah. I went back to the same spot. It took a lot out of me to mm-hmm. leave that spot again. Well, trail cameras... They, if they're not used correctly, like they could be, they could do more harm than good because they don't need to take the place of scouting. It's just another tool in your scouting arsenal that you have. Yeah. Because everything on that trail camera happened in the past. Mm-hmm. So. So and here's here's another thing too. Uh, I I'm changing the way that I scout, and mm-hmm. that is that I'm not. Yeah. Scouting. I have a lot of places, man. And turkey season is really when I do most of my scouting anyways, mm-hmm. which is a better time of the year to do it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm multitasking while I'm turkey hunting almost every time, and I'm going to new areas, and I'm looking at the deer sign. Like, yeah. I'm trying to find deer sign in there while I'm turkey hunting. Yeah. Because let's be honest, most of the time, with the places where I turkey hunt, I'm not on birds. So, in the rare occasion that I am, I'm focused on that bird, but right. most of the time I'm just walking around. Yeah. And, uh, and so... I'm not probably going to scout, like, legitimate, like, scouting, scouting all, at all this summer. Mm-hmm. Unless I go somewhere new, um, some places in Tennessee. I'm going to go on a scouting trip to a new place in Kentucky mm-hmm. and in Tennessee. But I'm not, like, going to, like... You're not going to go put cameras up there either, are you? No, I'm not no. putting cameras up there. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, find buck bedding or... Anything like that. I'm basically going to see if the deer sign is consistent with what I have marked on my map. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to see. I'm going to look <clears> at <throat> access. It's a tool. I don't want to get. Yeah. I don't want to get like. I, I don't want to get carried away and waste six hours covering miles and miles and miles that I'm never ever going to step foot on ever again. Um, I want to go and and be able to focus mm-hmm. and like. I really want to. At this point, I'm 
I'm pretty decent at, as I'm sure a lot of guys are. The more we use um, apps like Onyx and things like that, the more we use those kind of things, the more you can start putting the puzzle pieces together of, um, yeah, like, oh, well, this is – look at this, just for example, hard transition line that's pines and hardwoods. Just about every time I go, mm-hmm. like I haven't been to one of those yet, that type of transition where there hasn't been a freaking monster deer trail mm-hmm. right on it. I haven't been to a lot of them in season, like doing in season mm-hmm. hanging hunts where I'm not ending up hanging up yeah. right there and seeing deer. Like yeah. I just, it just, it's always consistent. Yeah. And so I'm putting those things together. Now, Kentucky's a little bit different for me because it's farmland, a lot of agriculture, it's a flat. A lot of deer, so you're gonna find good deer sign everywhere. Um, and just to be honest, that early season hunt, like you don't have to be amazing at mm-hmm. deer hunting to kill a good buck, a good velvet buck in Kentucky. Yeah. Like most of it is, you just happen to be in the right soybean field. Right. You know, like you now, good deer hunters can go in there, and they know what they're looking for. I don't have enough right. time invested in Kentucky to do right. that. Um, but I do want to check access. I mm-hmm. don't want to be like I was the very first time I ever went to Kentucky where I was like, um, first thing in the morning in the dark, going into an area, finding out that it doesn't look anything like what I thought it was going to look like just to be able to get out of the boat. Even like it was a high, high water line, like super steep ledge. Mm -hmm. There was no way I could get out of it. Yeah. So I don't want to be surprised by that. I'm going to go, I'm going to like run up the river, um, and make sure everything looks good. That's just that's just how I'm scouting now. Yeah, I, I don't want to waste time because I've wasted a lot of time summer scouting and finding buck beds and doing all that stuff to go in the fall and there be no deer sign. Or, um, you know, I've been in places where I turkey hunt and during the spring while I'm turkey hunting and scouting mm-hmm. and there be zero deer sign and then happen to go there again during deer season and it's just loaded. Yeah. Because everything is so dependent on what they're – what they're feeding on, the temperature. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, acorns make a big difference yeah. in the areas that we yeah. hunt here in Alabama. Yeah, and it, it can also um, – a couple things I, I like about trail cameras because we, we've ran them a long time um, on our, you know, lease in Florida and stuff, um, and even my lease here in, um, in, in Alabama. But um, it, it helps me in the sense of um, it shortens my time scouting out in the woods. In, yeah. in the sense of, you know, wife, you know, kids, job, you know, um, I can't get out there and scout like I want to. Um, and, and, and that's totally fine. But but also it, it really can help you start to narrow down um, a buck's core area if you if you want to use it that way. Like you mm-hmm. can you can you can pick a 200 acre, you know, plot and then start circling that. And then, you know, if you don't get any good deer on it, you're like, okay, let's pull it and go to a different spot and kind of, you know, circle the wagon, so to say. And then if you get one, okay, you start to ask, all right, why is it here? Where is it coming from? You know, those type of things. So they, it can help you, it can help you get into a deer's core area quicker. Yeah. I think if, if you do trail cameras, right. So I have, I have, like I said, I haven't been using them. I bought several today. Um, and I've got, I'm basically doing just that. And I'm going to do a video on this, mm-hmm. on this whole kind of change for me for the season. So I've killed a lot of hundred inch bucks out here, mm-hmm. like on public, like yearly, I can pretty much guarantee you 
I'll probably kill a buck that's going to be a hundred inches, maybe, maybe two. Like I'll have opportunities <laughs> at them. I see, I see them yeah. a lot. And you know, for Alabama, North Alabama, Big Woods public land, doing pretty good mm-hmm. to see that. You know, like that's it's not bad. Right. Um, and then the occasional big one, but I know that there's bigger deer. I know they're there, and I've seen them. I've gotten mm-hmm. glimpses of them, like the one that I saw last year. Yeah. Um, during the rut, I mean, that was a big buck and i know that he lives there yeah i like he lives there everything that they need in this little area is from i mean january to december everything they need is there he has spring food mm-hmm. he has summer food they don't gotta go nowhere he's got bedding thick yeah. bedding bedding that stays thick mm-hmm. year long uh he's he's living there probably more there's so much buck sign so i'll explain this this is this is an area I call the danger zone, and um, I'm not going to explain why I call it the danger zone because it would give away <laughs> why I, where mm-hmm. it's at. Um, but I call this area the danger zone, and it's the same area where like what we were just talking about with Alex Boyke, the doe that he killed um, was there. The buck, the little buck that my dad missed, um, that was in one of the videos this past fall. It was there. Um, the big buck that I saw that same in that same five minute span that my dad shot at that little one, uh, that was there. Um, I spent the majority of the rut there, honestly, Mm -hmm. I spent the majority of my season there. I wounded a pretty good buck with that, uh, seven millimeter 08, which is not necessarily why I wanted to get rid of it. Kind of, it was just smaller caliber and the 30 out six usually is a little bit more forgiving. Mm -hmm. If you hit it in the shoulder, then it's probably going to blow it off. So you'll be fine. Um, but I had a lot of good encounters there let a lot of bucks walk. I saw a ton of bucks in this area. I actually never killed one. I didn't kill a deer on mm-hmm. this area. Um, I took shots. Uh, I wounded that one. And then the one that I wounded this year with a bow was in that area. Mm-hmm. It was just a doe. Um, it was just a bad shot. But um, I want to figure this whole area out. And I'll try to explain it as good as I can. It's a lot of hardwoods. Mm-hmm. Um, basically going all the way down to the water, mm-hmm. hardwoods surrounding it. And it's almost like a, a just one hill mm-hmm. and it's pretty flat on top with a little bit of terrain and some drainages. Um, but it's got tons of habitat diversity, like everything you would ever want. I found mm-hmm. a pear tree. Um, so there's good, like soft mass like mm-hmm. that. There's a lot of white oaks, a lot of red oaks, pines. And then there's this like spot on the top that's just got a bunch of this like tall thick grass and briars and stuff it almost looks like a clear cut Mm -hmm. but it's not right it's not a clear cut i don't know what you would even really call it um but it's got like some short pines in it and stuff um but again it's not clear cut Mm -hmm. it it may have a long time ago been cleared off yeah but it's mostly this grass and briars and real thick and dude when you walk through this it literally, it's insane. Mm-hmm. You can actually see the inside of it on the video of Alex's mm-hmm. doe when I drove that deer to him. Yeah. Because I walked right through the center of it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I found big, huge beds with rubs all over them, but big buck tracks all over them. Uh, I mean, it was, it's just, like I'm telling you, it's a jam-up spot. It's the best spot that I have. Right. And, and I don't want to ruin it. Like I feel like I maybe did this past season cause I hunted it so much. I want to go in and basically Andy may those son of guns yeah. and go in with the best odds. And so I'm feeling like trail cameras are the best way that I can do that. And the way that I'm going to do that is I'm going to take 
most of my trail cameras and I'm going to just make a big gigantic circle on that bedding area. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to find, I know most of the areas that they're um, entering or exiting. I know the trails. Yeah. I know where the main trails are going yeah. through there. Dude, there's one trail that's like as hard as a sidewalk because they've been walking it so much. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad found it. Yeah. And every deer he saw was on that trail. And it's yeah. literally, it's, it's beat down so hard that it's as hard as concrete yeah. when you walk on it. Um, and so I'm going to just surround this whole area with these trail cameras. And I'm going to f- try to figure these deer out as well as yeah. I can. Um, cause I feel like this is a spot that they're going to use the same way mm-hmm. throughout the year. Right. And so if I can early, like right now during the summer, I'm probably going to go do it like next weekend mm-hmm. and surround it, get those trail cameras out. And then probably pull them, I don't know, August sometime. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let them sit for a real long time. I'm going to do a, can- a card pull probably somewhere around August and um, and check them again. Mm-hmm. And then I may do it one more time. Before the rut. Before, yeah, and just let them sit yeah. all season long. So basically I'll be a year out. Yeah. So that next year I can look at it and be like, okay, this is what – if they do anything different mm-hmm. through the rut, I can yeah. get that figured out. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm the only person that hunts it. Um, there's some dogs that come through there every once in a while, and they scare deer, but it's it's loaded with deer. And um, so that's kind of my strategy for Sweet, using man. a trail camera is taking this whole area and trying to figure out what these deer – and I also want to see the, the caliber of deer mm-hmm. that are in there. Um, and that's what more what I'm going to be doing through the, through the season in leaving them there is mm-hmm. trying to figure out the caliber of deer – yeah. That maybe you got eyes when you don't have eyes. Exactly, which yeah. is like just basic trail camera. Yeah, stuff. One on one. Yeah, it's not like I'm doing anything like crazy, but I'm not. I what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to just keep checking them and checking them and checking yeah. them and checking them and checking yeah. them. If for whatever reason I happen to be at a point at a camera, like walking by it, if, may, if you're going to hunt it, then you can. Yeah, yeah, I may check, check it. it. Yeah. But if I'm not, like, even if it's 20 yards or so, like, I'm just going to let it sit. I don't want to get – I don't want to ruin anything. So that's my plan. That's that's probably the biggest tactic thing that I'm doing this year because I am I can get on deer. I, I have no problem getting on deer out here. Um, I have no problem getting on bucks, really. But I don't want to pull the trigger knowing that there could be a, a mm-hmm. really good one in yeah. there. Yeah. And I know there are. I yeah. know they're there. I just want to be able to effectively go in there and kill him quick and not just keep hunting it. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're going to end with today. Like that's, it really was a gear podcast, kind of a tactics podcast. It's not really anything specific. Um, we covered some things that we're going to be using and some things that we've just really liked um, throughout the year. You know, I'm going to be changing my, I'm going to, me and you both are going to be changing our arrow setups. And mm-hmm. I told myself as a podcast host, that we were never going to talk about heavy arrow setups because everybody talks about heavy arrow setups right you now. You asked me. But, <laughs> but I told myself as a podcast that we were never going to do it, and here we are. We just did it. Um, but that's okay. Uh, I, I think it's going to make me better. Talked about the recurve. Um, what are some of the other things you talked about? Water access is my biggest Water tactic. access is your biggest thing. You got the new canoe. Mm-hmm. You also got a new bow that you're going to be shooting, which mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah, got a new bow. Um, and, and, guys, it is it, – I'm not the guy that changes bows a whole lot, mm-hmm. you know. 
this one was, I mean, it was a gift, honestly. Someone just gave me this thing. And so shout out to that guy. Um, and and so. PSE. Evolve 28. Evolve 28. Which and should so, be cool. Short axle to axle. Uh, seven inch brake height. So um, I'm excited. So we're actually going to go fling a couple here in just yeah. a second. And um, we got some new, some uh, Genesis 3D printing stuff that we're going to be checking out. Uh, I'm going to test out some um, some new boots, uh, a new maybe, pack. Maybe we're going to um, test out some new boots. I'm not going to bring up boots again. Let's, you know what? Let's talk about boots again. I'm sore right. spot for Parker. Uh, so guys, we we got some stuff, um, and um, we're we're excited. We're super excited about local legends kicking off, man. I'm going to get some great guests in there. Go to southerngroundhunting.com and, um, and, and and get your get your stuff there. Obviously, with COVID, shipping's going to be a little little delayed because everything is right now. Um, it's a new website, too. I redesigned the website. Sweet, looks, looks sweet. Good. Looks sweet. So we're excited, man. We're getting closer to hunting season. Just like I posted today, man, we're one day closer to the opener. So whenever that is for your state, you know. Um, I know Tennessee's got that early uh, velvet. Again yeah. this year, I know guys doing that. Kentucky opens in September, Georgia opens in September, and so y'all also. I mean, that's that's like two months away, two and a half months away. August is close, bro. It's close, close. It's let's see. I have a countdown to the August hunt. Uh, let's see here. I have got sixty-five days till the August hunt. That's two months. Two months. That's two months. Two months. So guys. Get out, start shooting, get your trail cameras out, get all that stuff. Do not get the ooey gooey, ooey gooey bubbly crud, rub line slime. Does not work. <laughs> yeah. Just doesn't work. Doesn't oh, work. rub line slime. Rub that line stuff's slime. good. And that so, stuff's good. Now, how how can they win a shirt again? They can uh, pick a name. And so take half a second of your life. Name right? for the rifle. That's what name for the rifle for the Savage Model 110 30-06 Parker's Rifle. Got it at a pawn shop. By his dad, custom paint job. Okay, it looks like something out of Sniper that Tom Berenger should be shooting. And so, uh, so guys, go on either the Instagram or the uh, Facebook and just drop a name. I may let my three-year-old pick it. That would be epic. That'd be cool. That'd be epic. And um, so, free a, t-shirt with that. You'll get a t-shirt, whatever, whichever one you want. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to the Southern Ground YouTube channel, Southern Ground Hunting on youtube if you did not listen to last week's podcast i'll tell you again southern ground is no longer going to be on the sportsman's nation youtube channel we are still on the sportsman's nation podcast network yeah that's not changing not going anywhere it's going to be fine you can find us on there you can find us um on our own podcast feed we do have our Mm -hmm. own southern ground podcast feed if you just want to listen to the southern ground hunting podcast you can do that just search that on whatever whatever app you use to listen to podcasts go like subscribe Um, Yep, like and subscribe. Well, you can't really like anything on the Southern Ground channel yet because I haven't put anything up yet. It's gonna be epic when we do. So yeah, I'm excited. We had, we've got, I've got like 65 old videos that I need to upload there. Mm-hmm. So there should be something there eventually, um, pretty quickly. Uh, I've been waiting on this computer actually to get here, and uh, so now that it's here, I have no excuse. That's gonna be it. That's it. All right. Make sure if you're gonna be outside, hanging trail cameras, fishing. Um, I think somebody's in a ter- squirrel season right now. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really keep up with small game stuff, hmm. but whatever you're doing outside, make sure you remember this, that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.